to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. The Bible is clear in the New Testament that God has made a provision for man. And salvation is by grace and not of works. And it's a simple matter of receiving by faith the gift that God has given to us. There's nothing complicated about it. Now, it becomes difficult for people who are self-righteous to accept it because it crucifies our good works and our religion and our own intrinsic value. And we have to come to God as sinners. And so people might have difficulty with that. But the plan of salvation is a simple plan of salvation. Now, another thing that a Christian believes, if he understands his New Testament, that if you reject the plan of salvation, then you are destined to an eternal hell. Look at Revelation chapter 20. All right, Revelation chapter 20 and verse 11. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. Notice that emphasis on men being judged according to their works. Uh, someone once said, uh, people go to hell because they reject Christ. Uh, that's really a half-truth. Or really, better put, that's half of the truth. Because the reality of the situation is, a man goes to hell because of his sins. And what happens at the great white throne is you often hear people say, well, I'm doing works, or I'm good enough. So at the great white throne, God plays a man's life and lets him see his works. Uh, the evidence is brought forth. God is not just going to condemn a man arbitrarily. He's going to bring forth the evidence that this man was a sinner. And a man goes to hell because his sins are still on him. Now, on a secondary level, he goes to hell because he rejects Christ. Why? Because Christ could have taken those sins from him. Verse 14, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So plain and simple, heaven for those that believe on Christ as their Savior, hell for those that reject him because their sins are still on them and they will be judged according to their works. All right, let's talk about the Mormon plan of salvation. What you need to understand is that there are two kinds of Mormon salvation. And uh, these are found in Articles 2 and 3 of the Articles of Faith by Talmadge. And I will read them to you briefly. Article 2, we believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgression. Article 3, we believe that through the atonement of Christ, all mankind may be saved by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. 
Now, if you sense a salvation by works, then you are not mistaken because that's what's being taught here. Now, volumes have been written by Mormons on their views of salvation. But the most accurate and widely accepted work in this area is the Articles of Faith. Uh, let's take a look at level one, general salvation. Remember, there's two levels of salvation or two kinds of salvation. Level one is general salvation. Talmadge explains it this way. He says, the extent of the atonement is universal, applying alike to all descendants of Adam. Even the unbeliever, the heathen, and the child who dies before reaching the years of discretion are all redeemed by the Savior's self-sacrifice from the individual consequences of the fall. And this is taken from Articles of Faith on page 85. Now, what is being said here is that Christ's death on the cross brought a general salvation for all men. But this is later explained in the Articles to mean that they are allowed a resurrection in order to be judged for their works. At first, when you read it, it seems like a salvation for everybody, kind of the way a liberal would teach it. Well, if Christ died for all men, then all men are, sa are saved. Uh, disregarding, disregarding the fact that a man has to believe on Christ in order to be saved. Uh, it's not that being taught, though. When you go further into it, you realize that what's being taught is that an opportunity for coming to uh, the judgment and uh, that a resurrection uh, providing this judgment. Uh, level two is individual salvation or the opportunity for exaltation. And uh, I want to take a look at three different kingdoms or three different levels of glory. Now I want you to take your Bible and turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 because these three levels are taken from a portion of Scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and uh, they are taken out of context to teach something different than the Scriptures are teaching. Now, the essence of Talmadge's teaching expresses the basic Mormon doctrine that Christ's atonement places all mankind at a judgment table where we're going to be reviewed for our righteousness and our works or obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. And the Mormon concept is, depending upon their worthiness, man has access to three different kingdoms or three levels of glory. The first one is celestial glory. And I will read it for you. There are some who have striven to obey all the divine commandments, who have accepted the testimony of Christ, obeyed the laws and ordinances of the gospel. They are admitted to the glorified company crowned with exaltation in the celestial kingdom. Now, what's being described here is the exaltation of Godhood. And uh, this is the ultimate goal of Mormonism, is to become a god. Now, someone who attains to this would be a faithful Mormon who has fulfilled all the duties that a Mormon must fulfill. I want you to keep your hand there in 1 Corinthians 15, and I want you to look at Psalm 89 real quickly. And I know we've already talked about it, and we'll talk about it some more, but again, the very idea that man can become equivalent to God is, is just absurd by the Scriptures. Psalm 89 and verse 6. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? Notice, 
who in heaven can be compared unto the Lord? No one, folks. No one. Our God is without peers. So you'll have the celestial glory. That's exaltation. And faithful Mormons can attain unto that in Mormon theology. Then you have the second tier, which is the terrestrial glory. Now I'm reading to you out of the Articles of Faith. This is found on pages 91 through 93. The second level, the terrestrial glory, says we read of others who receive glory of a secondary order, differing from the highest. These are they who, though honorable, fail to comply with the requirements for exaltation, were blinded by the craftiness of men, and unable to receive and obey the higher laws of God. They proved not valiant in the testimony of Jesus, and therefore are not entitled to the fullness of glory. Now, I'm sure that you could find differing opinions on who would fit into this category as you interviewed well-taught Mormons. But in my experience, most of them would say those of other faiths who have been sincere can enter into the second level. Then there's the third level. And this third level is a coined Mormon word. It's called telestial, telestial glory. And I, I quote, There is another grade differing from the higher orders. This is for those who received not the testimony of Christ, but who nevertheless did not deny the Holy Spirit, who have led lives, exempting them from the heaviest punishment, yet whose redemption will be delayed until the last resurrection. Then there are those who have lost all claim upon the immediate mercy of God, whose deeds have numbered them with perdition and his angels. And that would be those that teach anything contrary or directly contrary to the Mormon faith. All right, now, hell or perdition is added as an afterthought to that third kingdom. And... Um, Actually, hell is not a part of present-day Mormon theology. And when you really get down to it, this idea of hell is a very confusing subject. If you sort through it over the history of Mormonism, it has changed. And it looks to me like there's some adjusting with the times going on. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, 
Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.